0: This is a shi'er, alikotis sikhres, chelikutes, sikhra sikha sukeis, gimel, the third sikha of chaga This is a shir. this is a sikha about the mitzvah of hakel. Regarding the mitzvah of hakel, the reason this is listed in the sikhra of chaga is because the time of hakel is matzi yomtev, the first yomtev of sukeis, sukeis has two parts, the first days and the last days. So on the matzo'e, going out of the first yomtev in the time of the Bessamikdash, that would be um, the first night of Sukkot is one day of Sukkot we have two days in Chotzalot so one day at the evening What's that's the beginning of the Chalama days so we find a special thing that we don't find by other mitzvahs of Torah we find the mitzvah of Hakel which is literally to gather and this includes all Yedin also children as it says in the Pasuk in Pashas Vayelech Hakel es gathered together the people ha'hanoshim the men Ve'hanoshim and the women Ve'hataf and the children Goimer, so in general, we don't find that in a mitzvah, deyreisa, the Torah should give, ketanim, should give minors, children under Bar Mitzvah, a participation in a Deir Dika way, in a, in a biblical way, together with all the other adult Jews. However, in HaKel, we find a, a very great distinction here. So we do find says the Rf 5, we have a mitzvah that a father has to teach a child, and on Pesach you have to, you got to tell a bincha, you got to tell your your kids. So first of all, that doesn't speak about children that are tough. It doesn't emphasize that they're even little, as we're going to soon explain, that tough really refers to really little kids. And um, it's also a special mitzvah that a, a father has to a child. This is not a communal mitzvah that applies to everybody equally. Here we have a mitzvah that applies to Klal Yisrael and applies to the children as well. They're obligated, it seems to be, in this mitzvah. How could that be? So we could say that this, um, this concept of hakel, that it also includes children that are usually not of the age of responsibility. In this, there is a special expression of what the content and what the, 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 the concept, the Indian of the mitzvah of hakel is as to be explained. Base. As we learn, it, simply... So the hishtat was the participation of taf of little children in the mitzvah of hakel. It's an obligation that's not an obligation on the children. They're not responsible to be able to accept responsibility. It's the father and the mother that have the responsibility to bring the children. As the Gemara says, Why taf, lama, boyin, why did the children come? To give reward to those that bring them. Which is... um, yeah, so according to that though, and according to that, so it would come out simply that even if the child is in a situation where unfortunately, regrettably, if he was an adult, he would be putter, he would be not obligated to come together for the hakel. For example, somebody, God forbid, is uh, le, uh, is uh, deaf, God forbid, blind. So because they're not obligated in coming as adults to Yerushalayim, to be, we learned this from, Then uh, they're not obligated in hakel. It says, L'mayn Yishmu, a deaf person can't hear, he's supposed to come and hear. L'mayn Yiru, they should see, a blind person can't see. So they're not obligated as adults to come to Hakel. But if this, God forbid, um, um, situation arises and the kid is still a kid, so now he's part of the obligation, not on him, but the obligation on his parents to bring him. And it doesn't seem to be that there should be any difference what kind of restrictions this, this child has. In other words, when somebody's an adult, so the Torah says specifically, comes in order to listen and to see the, the sights of Hakka, what's going on, they get this greater gathering, so if he can't see or hear, he's not obligated. But if the whole obligation of children coming is only an obligation on the parents to come, that they should have the merit, the schus of... of, of uh, <laughs> it's not easy to bring kids. It's not easy to bring kids up to Yerushalayim, so they have extra, extra points for doing the effort to bring their kids. So then it doesn't matter what whether the kid is in, a, it is in a situation where if he were as an adult, he would be obligated or not obligated, it's just about the parents making the effort to bring the kids. And that exists, even if, God forbid, the kid can't hear or can't, uh, can't see. However, Koenzius is not understood. Why? Because the Gemara says in Masech Kiddushin, about Mitzvah HaKel, the has, it's, it's part of a Shach there, the Gemara says that even if the Pasek wouldn't tell us, that women are obligated to come to the Hakel, the Pasek does say, noshim, noshim, but even if the posik wouldn't mention Noshem specifically, we would know that there's an obligation on, on women. This mitzvah saseh applies to women also, from where? Akal from youngsters. In other words, we would say like this, if even tefalim chayovim, noshim lekoshkein, the language is tefe'lim. even if even children are obligated, because if the potato would have just said, men and children, we would know if children are obligated, how much more so women? now let's understand this if the obligation to bring children is only to give points to give credit to the ones that are bringing them so it's not really an obligation on the children so how can you say i think you to say if children are even obligated children are not obligated the parents are obligated to bring the children also if the children aren't obligated so how are we going to learn a if even the children have to come to hakels so how much more so the women are, are obligated one second, the children aren't obligated. So this tells us that the children are literally obligated, not just to give points to the effort to those that are bringing them. That's what it seems to be. Now, it's a doichik. It would be pushing it to say that the gemara that it says in order to give reward to those that bring him, it's not la halacha. It's a haggadah. It's a drash, and uh, we don't learn. We don't have to. We don't learn halachas from haggadahs from things that are gadic, that are more. Um, uh, yeah, Hagoda. Uh, how do you say the word, it whatever it is. And L'Halacha, what we would say then, but that I was saying, this isn't straight to say this, Maybe what we were suggesting, maybe we could say is, that L'Halacha, Taka, children are obligated. Yeah, you see from the Gemara in that it says, to fail him, chayavim yeah, kids are obligated. But that's difficult to say. Why? Because we find in many places that we do learn, the Gemara does learn, we find in places in halacha that this actual Gemara is taken la halakha. as we find that those that count the mitzvahs and put the hakel in one of the six hundred thirteen mitzvahs, they bring the mitzvah of hakel. They bring this this uh, this drash of Rabbi Lesmana That why do the men and women and children come? And they bring in the children also. So the, the, this is learned la halakha. and also from this from this saying in the Gemara, we also learn a halacha about the limitater by women. As uh, we, we've been down here in the, in the bottom, that the Bach says that the Rambam, who distinguishes about the obligation of terror learning uh, for women, says that there's a distinguishing, um, there's, a, there's a distinction between Torah, the written Torah the, and the oral Torah. Because you see, we see here that um, the Gemara says that the men come to um, the men come to learn, as we're going to soon say, we're going to soon see. Um, uh, going to soon see, um, did we already say this Gemara in, in Chagiga? We're about to jump into this Gemara. Um, we're about to jump into the Gemara in Chagiga. Sorry, I, I jumped a little ahead. Okay, Gimel. So at any rate, what the Rebbe is saying is don't answer me, that's a doichik to say, it's pushing it to say that this Gemara is not la halacha. This Gemara is brought and therefore, clearly the Gemara says that that the children have an obligation in hakel, And that's unusual. How could you put an obligation on children? How does that work? So, Gimel, we could seemingly say, according to the Mepharshim, the explained that the Pesukim of hakel, there's two kinds of children we're talking about. There's one kind of children that those are children that higiul They already came to the age where you can talk about educating them. Not really little pitzik in the lach. You know, older kids. Not by mitzvah, but they're older. About them, we can say what the posh continues right after the posh of Hakel continues to tell us what's going to happen about Hakel. Uv'neiem that the children who are participating asher that didn't know what took place in Har I think it's talking about Yishmu, They will hear v'lamdo and they will learn leyirus Hashem to fear Hashem. In other words, and at that age, we can say that that kind of kid, the mitzvah is on them. But the earlier passage, which says, "Gathered together, ha'kelis adam gathered together all the men, women, and children. Ah, there we're talking about a different age child, younger age. Kids that didn't come yet to the age of chinuch. And about them, it says, "Why do they come? Only for one purpose. They're not participatory. They're not learning. They're not hearing. They're coming to give extra credit to those that bring them. The extra effort to bring the kids." And this schar, of course, also applies, doesn't stop when the kid is old enough to learn. This extra award will continue on also to the age where the kid's able to learn because the reason is the same. They still have effort to bring them. But if we distinguish the two ages of children, we're talking about two kinds of children. According to this, the fact that we say that Feilim Chayov, in the Gemara says that those are the children are obligated. We're talking about those kind of kids that came to the age of Chinuch. And they indeed are at the stage and age where they're able to listen and learn. But that's a deich, That's forcing things to say that. Why? Because first of all, even when we talk about kids that are at the age of Chinuch, of being educated, the obligation doesn't go on to them. The obligation is on the parent or on the educator to educate them. But mostly it's the father. And seemingly that should also be in our case here. And even if you want to... So, it's not that they're obligated. Even if they're the age of Chinuch, it's that the parents are obligated. And simply speaking, even if you want to say that in the mitzvah of HaKel, there's a special instruction that those kids that are the age of Chinuch, they have an obligation upon themselves to come. Different than other mitzvahs. And if that would make the child be called a but he is obligated. Especially... especially that there are opinions that say about Chinuch, that once a child gets to the age of Chinuch, even though the obligation is on the educator, the parent or, or educator, it doesn't mean that the cotton, that just because he's under my mitzvah, he's potter from doing the mitzvah. However, because of the mitzvah of Chinuch, this cotton is now considered, obligated from the perspective of Chinuch to do the mitzvah. In other words, there is some kind of an obligation on him. So you could say that by hakel, if they're the age of chinuch, then maybe there is an obligation on the child. But then would, that would bring a big chiddush. What would be the chiddush? That there would be two kinds. Remember, we said now that if a child has a a a, a lacking in his physique, can't hear, or can't can't see, God forbid, and as an adult he wouldn't have to come. So we said though, as a child he still would, because it's up to the parents. It's the parents' mitzvah to bring the kid. Well, what's the difference if the kid would be obligated as an adult or not? But now if we're dividing and saying there's two kinds of kids, there's kids that have their own obligation, kids that only come as an as a, a extension of the parents, then now we would have to say that there's two kinds of obligations. If, God forbid, a child can't hear, so it depends. If he's already the age of Chinuch, now he has his own obligation, he's not obligated, so he doesn't have to come. If he's still younger and the whole purpose of him coming is to give credit to the one who brings him, then he has to come. We don't find any such kind of a um, difference. between kids we never found that anybody should uh, anybody should make this distinction but that's one that's one objection speaking to, to learning that there's that the obligation is different between based on the age even before bar mitzvah there's a closer to chinuch age and there's a further from chinuch age and that will determine whether the obligation is on the child or only on the educators but there is a um, there's another objection base and this is the main objection from the Lashon of the Gemara in Kiddushan, it says, Tfeilim Now the word Tephelim, it doesn't say Kitanim. Kitanim means um, kids. It says Tephelim. So from that it seems, um it seems to mean, Tephelim is younger than Kitanim. Um, we learn that from HaTaf. So, it says, HaKalas Oma HaNoshim, Noshem hataf." The in Chagige in Yerishalmi actually points out that Kotan is older than Taf. Taf is the youngest kind of kid possible. So the in Chagige that said that chayovim, that the kids are obligated, it's not talking about the older kids, it's talking about the younger kids. In other words, those kids upon whom it says, about those kids, the in Chagige says they are called obligated. So from this is clear that the Kotan himself, even before he gets to the age of Chinuch, has the obligation of the mitzvah of hakil. So, according to those opinions that say, that taf, taf actually refers to little kids, even ketani, the smallest of the smallest, so that means they too are obligated in this mitzvah. How does that work? So the question comes back to where we started from. How does it make sense to say, the Gemara says, that the reason you bring taf, is to bring credit to those that bring him. On the other hand, the Gemara said, said, the children are chayiv. And also, not just how can we say children are chayav? The Gemara says that it's just for credit. There's also another, more fundamental question: How can there be an obligation on kids that don't are not at the age of full awareness? They're not called B'nai deah. How can there be a chiyuv? So one question is. In other words, the Gemara said, T'veilim and the Gemara Chagig says, Those little kids, they're obligated. And we ask, but the Gemara, the Gemara Chidushin said, sorry, T'veilim we ask, but the Gemara Chagig says, Taf Lama boy, why do the kids come? In order to give credit to those who bring them, sounds like they're not Chayov. That's one question from two Gemaras. But then the Rebbe says there's a more fundamental question. There's a cloud Poshut, there's a simple rule, and the Rebbe says, It makes perfect sense that you can't place an obligation on dardiki, on little kids, that they're not benedit, they don't have, they're not fully, fully mature. So how are we saying here that in Haqqa the kids are chayir? Dalits will understand this by first prefacing the beginning of what Rabbelez Azai says in Chagigat. He says like this, If the men are coming to learn, granted, and the women are coming to hear, granted, why are the kids coming? L'cha'il, that introduction why does he say that i mean the posik says why they're coming in order to hear in order to learn so why does he why does he start if the, it sounds like that the, that, that the is also telling us some news about the men and women something that wasn't obvious and blatant in the possek now you can't say no, the posik says clearly and he's just he's just spelling out the, that the men are coming to learn the women are coming to hear what's with the kids he's not saying a chiddush He's just saying it as an introduction to build up his point. Why are the kids coming? I know where the adults are coming. Why are the kids coming? As we find something in the Gemara, the Gemara says, Bishlam, all is well if you say this and this. But if you say this and this, maybe he's building up the question. That's all. It's a way of, of the language of Gemara. The says you can't say that. Why? Because A, first of all, he should have used that language. Bishlam all is well. He didn't use him. He used a different language. More, and even more so, says the a stronger objection to just saying it's just like that is even when the Gemara does say bishlim, all is well, When you, there's some chiddush there there's, he, he's, 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 it's, it's ironing out or, or, or laying forth a, a, a concept that we wouldn't have known without saying it, even though it's saying it in a language, all is well if we say this and this oh wow, the way you just said it is, 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 makes it clear but here, what, what have you clarified, what have you added here the Pusik says come men, women and children in order to hear in order to, to learn and even more question is, this drosh of Rabbi Lezban Azari is brought in Rashi. Rashi divides it up differently. Rashi, in the words of the pasuk, says like this: anoshim, anoshim, tav, Gather the men, women, and children. He says, he has a, a heading: Anoshim, the men. Rashi says, they're coming to study. Then he says, Noshim, and he says, they're coming to hear. And about children, he says, Why do they come? To give credit to ones that bring them. So we see that also. If Rashi has to bring and interpret, Anoshim, l'ilme to learn, and by Anoshim it says Lishmaya, it's also, it's, a, uh, it's something in and of itself. It's not just an introduction to why did the kids come. So if so, let's understand why did Abelazim, this is telling us that Blazman azari is telling us some news item, also about the men and women, before he gets to the children. So we could explain, according to... Um, according to the, um, what Tezvah says. Tezvah says that the Yerushalmi, he quotes the Gemara Yerushalmi, the Gemara Yerushalmi says that this that we said, that the men came to li- to learn, the women came only to listen, is not like Ben Azai. Because Ben Azai says a person is obligated to teach his, his, his daughter Teira. This is in the Masechta Satan, the Gemara and Satan Babli. Right? And here, what Tezvah is telling us is like this. The Pusik says, mani mani It seems to include also women. That's why Rebbe Lezman Hazar to come and say a chiddush. He says, the men come to learn. With women, he's of the opinion that you don't study Torah just regularly. Of course, they have to know all the halachas halachas and all the mitzvahs. As the Rebbe often said, if a man would know all the Torah, a woman is obligated to learn, he would be considered a very, very, very learned man. Halavai. But for the sake of learning Torah, just purely for the sake of Torah, we say that that's an obligation on men, not an obligation on women. So here we said the men and women and children come, to hear and to learn. So Rabbi Lezben Azari says, hold hey, on one second. The women, the men come to learn. The women come to listen. Right? That's what Rabbi Lezben Azari is telling us. So maybe that's his chiddish here. But it's a day to say that that's the whole point of Rabbi Lezben Azari. And by the way, the Rebbe quotes here, they were looking at the Ere the says The Ere Chaim says, that, um, that the way it's, it's, it's divided up it doesn't just say Leman Yishmo B'ilmidu. It says Leman man First it says everybody's going to be yishmu. That includes men and women and children. Leman Yilmdu, the next thing, that's only including men. It's just the, the way the Arachain puts this into the Passover. Interesting. However, it's a day to say that this is the Bechidish of Lesben Azariah here. Why? Because he's coming here to tell us about Hakel He's not talking this, he's not coming here to tell us a halachas of what his shit is, what his opinion is about. Uh, the, the mitzvah, or, or prohibition, or, or, or for or against teaching um, uh, teaching women Torah, women learning Torah, that they can only yishmon. That's not the point. The it's point is hakel. How does this add something to hakel? The Rebbe wants a balezman azaria's build up. If the men are coming to learn and the women are coming to hear, what are the children coming for? The Rebbe wants to learn that this is a chidish and hakel. It's giving us the, the criterias of hakel. Of course, the Rebbe is building up the question to give us the elucidation. The point of the explanation here is like this The Pashto is the simple meaning of the Passoc. Gather the people so that Yishmu they will hear. And so that Yemadu they will learn the Yoru and So the mitzvah of Hakel really is on, the, is, is on the individual, the king. He should gather the people, men, women, and children. It's not a mitzvah on the people. The continuation of the posseg, in order that they hear, in order that they learn, they should fear Hashem, that explains what the agenda of the mitzvah of the king has to be. So the Rebbe says here in square brackets, we know that Laman means, so that, and that's something that will be developing based on what you're doing now. So we see, Hashem says to Abraham in the story of Sodom, "I, I can't, I can't withhold from Avram what I'm about to do to turn over Saddam because I know that he's going to, he's going in my ways and he's going to tell his kids afterwards to go in my ways. So that, or keep the Torah mitzvahs and the end of the Shema we say, Laman yibu because if you keep them in order that the, your days and the days of your children should be increased on the land, have longevity in the land. So it's not something that's happening that you're doing now. It's something that is a result of what you're doing. So the king has to gather everybody. The result of which will be the purpose of it is that they should fear Hashem. In other words, the klal Yisrael that the king gathers should come to a deeper and heightened level of Yiras Hashem. And as its mashma and Lashna Ram, the Ramam says the mitzvah says, is to gather all the all the people together and um and to read in their ears from the tailor those portions some that encourage them in the mitzvah sidem and solidify their, their their hands but that's so emes to follow in the true path of Hashem's teachings what well, we understand from this language in the Rambam that hey, mitzvah hakel is not a mitzvah on every individual as an individual that he has to come and participate in the hakel it's a mitzvah of the king to gather together the people and the mitzvah is on the king who has the power to be able to gather the people together or on the in. This is, by the way, not everybody's out of the opinion. The article forty-one, the Rebbe says the bahag and the smag and the reim say that it's a mitzvah. Say on the individual, they sh- everybody should come and listen. But the Rambam Kali says the mitzvah on the on the melech. Why doesn't the Ramam say melech? He says it's a mitzvah lahakel. He doesn't say that the melech should be He Says the Rebbe in article forty-two because possibly the mitzvah is on whoever has the power to bring everybody together. What the nafgimina will be? What happens if there's no king, and if there is somebody who has the ability to bring everybody together, then the mitzvah could still apply so the mitzvah is first of all on the king it's not on the individual the second thing is that mitzvah is the king's mitzvah and what does the king have to do? he has to to read and gather them together with the purpose of bringing them to fear Hashem more than that this is part of the details of the mitzvah part of the the, the clarification of the mitzvah is the dimensions of the mitzvah is that he reads, he gathers them together and reads in a way that they should listen and they should come to fear Hashem, that's why he reads parshas. the things he reads are things that, encourage them to do the mitzvahs, and, and, and give them strength, and that's why he reads from a bima, why does he read from bima, so everybody can be able to hear, that's by the way, says the Rabbi Na'ara 45, that the, that the bima, Rashi brings down bima, wait does it say, Pshut you need to be on an elevated platform, no but if the, if HaShemikra, is telling you that he has to speak to them, in a way that they should all hear, should make an impression, so it has to be in an elevated place, the Rambam, uh, uh, as, as the Rebbe quotes in R. 44, the Rambam says, somebody doesn't hear, but what he has to be doing is being strengthened. He has to feel like he's standing at the giving of the Torah at Sinai. All the Yedon are standing there together. So the Anoshim, Noshim etaf, the fact that everybody has to come, that's what enables the king to fulfill his mitzvah. He has the obligation to congregate everybody by coming together. They allow him, they enable him to fulfill his obligation and by the fact that they didn't take the result of what's intended, that they come to a, they listen, and they learn, and they come to fear Hashem and to go in His ways in the future, that fulfills the agenda, the purpose of of, of the mitzvah that the king has upon himself to fulfill. He has the mitzvah to gather them together, speak to them that they should be inspired. Their getting together enables him to fulfill the mitzvah. So now Rabbi Lezabon Azari is explaining this to us by saying his statement. He's saying, If men are coming, you know why they're coming. That's to learn. Women are coming, you know why they're coming. To listen. He's telling us two things here. First of all, that there's also an obligation on the men and women to come, that they should come. They also have an obligation to come. Why? Because even though the full mitzvah, the obligation from the Torah is on the one who's gathering together, the king, however, that also generates a chiyuv on the individual, on the men and women, to enable the guy gathering them together to be able to fulfill his mitzvah. If they don't come together, it won't be a mitzvah. And the Rebbe says in R. 47, could be that, and Amram also says that, he just doesn't state it clearly, because obviously if there's a mitzvah on the king, who has the power to bring everybody together, obviously everybody's going to come. Or perhaps the second part here, I'm, or I'm not, uh... now, the fact that there's two parts here, the king who asked to bring everybody together, and the people coming together, that they have an obligation to come and help the king fulfill his mitzvah, this is similar, as the Rebbe here in the square brackets, he says, there's some other similarity to another mitzvah, knowing what the Ran, Rabbeinu Nisim says about the obligation of a woman in the mitzvah, of, of, of having children, even though, a woman, doesn't have the chi of the obligation of the mitzvah, of having children, but she has a mitzvah because she is misayas. She assists her husband to keep his to keep his mitzvah. He has an obligation to have children. It can't happen without her. But there's a difference here. It's not mamish like So it seems to be, we're saying like hakel. The king has to gather everybody together. Hey, but if the people don't come, he can't do his mitzvah. So there's two parts. There is a difference though. Why does this distinction is about period about the mitzvah to have children? The obligation doesn't come onto the woman. It's the fact that she has a mitzvah because her. The reality, the way metzi is the reality of Hashem's world is that the husband can't in actuality do his mitzvah of, of having children without his wife. However, in our case, the fact that the men, women, and children are participating, it's not just that without them the reality is not there. But also when we talk about the mitzvah, the mitzvah is that the people have to become inspired. So the fact is that their participation in a way that they hear and listen and become inspired, that becomes an obligation on them. Like the Charedim says, interesting thing that the Sefer Charedim says about Birchas Könim. So we know the Könim have an obligation to bless, but they need somebody to be blessed. So the B'nai Yisrael have an obligation, they have a mitzvah. Their mitzvah, says is that they should be there to receive that blessing. So here we have a similar thing in Hakel. The king has to gather them together. And the people have to be there, not just so that there should be a mitzvah of a call. The people have to be there so that the purpose of hakel, the actual mitzvah is that the people should come and get inspired. They need to be there to be part of that and be inspired. Based, There's another aspect that Elisabeth Nazari is telling us. So Elisabeth Azai is telling us, you know why they're coming? Because it's an obligation on them to be part of their, to fulfill their part of the mitzvah, which is really the king's mitzvah. But they have to allow it to happen. The second thing is, laman yishma laman to listen and hear. It's not just the purpose and the and the result of the mitzvah, but that's the actual mitzvah. The obligation on men and women to come is not just to be there in order that the king's mitzvah should be fulfilled. So the king's mitzvah is fulfilled now, and the intention of what needs to be achieved by the king's mitzvah is fulfilled. There's something else, the learning and hearing. Is also why they're coming that's the purpose for their coming it's not just they're fulfilling what he needs they're also coming to be inspired that's the mitzvah is that they should come and be inspired and, and be motivated so now if there's also an aspect that's that gives them some buy-in that, that they also have an obligation to come and be part of this not just to create the portrait beautiful, men and women and children here, no, but the men are coming to here, the women are coming, to listen, it's part of their obligation to also have an internal change by this hakel, but why are the kids coming if so? Ches. So about this, what Isaiah says, if you're telling me that the men and women are coming in order for them to have some benefit as well for themselves, why are the kids coming? What gets, what's get added by the kids? In other words, Yes, I understand that men, women, and children, you need them because otherwise you don't have the community. So you need the kids. Otherwise, where's the kids? Like we say, a shul that doesn't have any kids, where's the tomorrow? You don't have any kids. The, says, Oman, Osh, Oman, Osh, Oman, Osh, Oman. the king's got everybody together. The kids are part of that everybody. But the Belazman, as I was saying, there's also a mitzvah that has some content, that has some meaning also to the adults. They're coming to hear, to be inspired. What do the kids get out of this? What's the, in other words, what's the inner... A uh, 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 meaning from the kids coming. Ah, so then I says, "You know why they're coming? To give schar, to give reward, to give credit to the ones that are bringing them." Uh, in that context, you can't place an obligation on the children to come and be inspired. The obligation is on the is on the, on the adults to come and bring their children to give them extra credit. According to this, we also understand. What the Gemara in Kiddushin said, maybe you don't have to say explicitly, even if it wouldn't say explicitly tell the that women are obligated, how can we would know it? Because if the children are obligated, how much more so how much more so the women? What was the Gemara thinking? It's a kasakata'id. It's even if it wouldn't have said that women are obligated, it does say the women are obligated. What was it how could it not have said? What was the Gemara thinking? We asked, how can, the, how can the youngsters be obligated? He says like this. That me explains. In the Etzah Mitzvah of Hakel, the actual Mitzvah of Hakel, men, women, and children are equal. Because the actual Mitzvah of Hakel, the base Mitzvah of Hakel is the king has to bring everybody together. And in terms of that Mitzvah, they're all equal. Because if the kids are missing, he doesn't have the whole community. And there's no difference about this what age kid you're talking about. Whether it's little Pitzalach Kindle, or little tiny kids, they're also part of those that group that makes up Klal Yisrael, Anoshim Noshim V'tav. The king, if he doesn't have those little kids, he doesn't have that Anoshim Noshim V'tav. So they're all obligated in the same way, but their obligation is in the way that they perfect and complete the obligation of the king to bring everybody together. So since even children are obligated to be part of the king's mosaic of the community coming, Anoshim Noshim V'tav. So, in other words, they're part of the actual, the actual, the essence, the, the, the essential mitzvah of HaKali, is the king bring everybody. The kids are also part of it. So, even if it wouldn't have said explicitly that women have the mitzvah coming to Hakkal, we would understand that they're part of the mitzvah. Ah, so why does it say? So, now that the Torah does say that women are also obligated, so now there's an additional obligation. They have an actual chivas gavr. They actually are obligated fully, they're responsible. Uh, unlike t'feilim, and therefore, the kids, the mitzvah remains only that they're part of the part of the mosaic. It would be incomplete if they're not there. But the women, Hashem came and says, "No, noshim They have to come. They have to be part of that. Also, there's there's the benefit that they get. There's the internal change that happens to them, which they're obligated to participate in. As Abba azari said, "Hanoshim noshim taf, They don't have the internal." You can't give them an obligation to come and become changed internally. They 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 have a mitzvah I said to be there because they have to complete the community. But in the next stage of what what change is happening with them, what personal obligation they have to participate in the way that they change, they become inspired. Then on the taf, that's that's only happening through the parents. The parents are getting the extra credit, extra effort to bring the kids. Yud. Now we're going to move on to the way the Rebbe says the beer of this and when we move into the. Inner levels of the Torah. Dafka. the fact that Dafka by Hakel, we find that um, everybody was obligated in it. Men, women, and children. On the other hand, really the obligation is on the one who's bringing them all together. Let's see how this translates into Pneumius. So we'll understand It's going to what the Rambam says. The mitzvah of Hakel is, das is to strengthen the true path of serving Hashem. Das, religion, the path of, of to Hashem. All the way, the Chinuch says this mitzvah. This mitzvah is a strong pillar and a very great part of um, of the religion. You say, what does it mean? What do they mean by saying this? Why is it such a central thing? Because the purpose of Hakel is to uncover the the point, the existential point of faith that exists in every which that is the essay that's the pillar, and that's the fundam- That's the foundation upon which the whole das, the whole religion, the whole truthful connection to Hashem is built. And that's why the Rammam uses the, uh, the language, it gives them strength to be strengthened in the das, in the true religion, the true connection to Hashem. Because it all starts with the fundamental of faith. The nekuda of, of Muna becomes strengthened and revealed through the fact that the king brings everybody together in the base and he reads before them portions of Torah why does the king have this obligation because he has the power to do it he's considered the lave of Khalisol, the heart of, Kla- of, of, the, of the Jewish community of Kahal Yisro. and therefore the purpose of a king is as the Rebbe quotes um, is what's the whole purpose of a king the Beatle and Kabbalah the subservience and the acceptance of the yoke of Malchus Shomayim and Yiddish Hashem, and the fear of Hashem to all Yiddin. How does he do it? Because uh, he, there were quotes here from the Tzermach when he explains what the mitzvah of having a king is. Basically the fact is the king, everybody's subservient to the king. A real king means nobody has an existence. Whatever he says goes, you, you, you tremble in his presence and then you see what's the king doing, you come to the presence of the king, what is he doing? He's reading about how much he fears Hashem, so that enables everybody to get to that point, wow, to reach that level of fear of Hashem. So because he's the heart of Kahal Soul, he's able to uncover and reveal and bring out by all yidin this nekudas ayadus, this existential point of faith, this nekuda, this little pintalayid that exists for every yid, which expresses itself in faith, emunah in Yir is Hashem, in faith in Hashem, and in being, being sensitive and fearing and reverential to Hashem. And that's why, what do we read, says the Rebbe here in brackets, do we read the parshas of Shema, these are parshas that talk about Kabbalah sel-bach Shema, accepting the yonks of heaven. Shema Yisro HaShem, means you accept Hashem's sovereignty. Kabbalah sel-mitzvahs, we listen to the mitzvahs, about accepting Hashem's mitzvahs. And then we also have to read the posseg, HaSimah the mitzvah of placing a king upon yourself. All this arouses and... And 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 carves in by the yid and Muna and yir Hashem for all the time that they are on the that they're there. All the years that you are living on the face of the earth. And for this reason, so this mitzvah is a by all yidden equally. But this niquda sayadus, this existential pintal point of faith, which expresses itself in faith in Hashem, it's it's equal by all yidden. It's it's the fundamental point that we all share equally, from the greatest to the smallest, also kids. We're called Ma'aminim and Ma'aminim, The Jewish people are called believers, the children of believers. It's already, as we're born, we're already born into with faith. It doesn't have to do with intellect. Intellect has differences between your age, between your stage. It has to do with the the essence of the soul, which that's by every yit. base. Uh, that's why it's also said it's not given the obligation to every individual to come and participate. The individual, the obligation is the king got to bring them all together because the true chizuk and the of this of this spark of Yiddishkeit, this uh, point of faith is and it should have an effect all the days it can't come by a person's own own koyach. A person can't self-initiate that. It can come only through the king because he's the kololus, neshama clause, he's the general neshama of the general people, and therefore he has the ability to be able to bring this out in every yid in their heart. This has to come from someone higher. There's When we talk about Kelal Yisro, we have the, the, the general neshama comes down to the tzadik, to the Nosi to the melech, and through him he's able to feed the other neshamas, to be able to bring out with them this existential point of faith. And now, says the Rebbe, we can see an in nifla, a wondrous thing. We find by Hakel that it lasted it says for all the days that you are going to live on this on this earth how about that usually the, we have to go up three times in the time of Beis you got to go up three times a year to the Besamitash because the effect of alekus that you ingested by the yom of pesach for example it continued till shvuz you got it to get a, a refill shvuz till sukkah and so on the sukkah one, wow it lasted all the way till pesach but it only it didn't last for all year here we're saying, this hakel has the power to infuse a yid with a call kol ayamim, all the days that you are living on the, f-. how? Because we're talking about yechida. We're talking about, it touches the deepest, deepest essence of the soul, and there there's no differences between time, it's above time, it's, about, it can, it's, it's there, existentially, forever. Yud Aleph. Besides for that, so that's all what the king does. Now comes Tere the Peg, the Gemara, and Rashi brings it, Noshim, that there's a difference. Anoshim, Anoshim, they come to hear, they come to listen. Now they reveal things that are mufla, they reveal things that are hidden in the Taishmik'sah. What do they say? That in order to strengthen, in order to add and to bring down in a real way the amuna that the king provides, that, the, that this point should become expressed and unpacked and totally infiltrate the person, that, there there's already differences between what level you're at. There each individual has to make sure to unpack this, 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 this revelation and this faith that he gets from the king, make it his own. Not everybody's equal to that. There there's Anoshim, noshim Taf, that's what the Gemara says. To bringing the kids and bringing them into the mitzvah of hakel together with the king, actually what happens is, not just do the men come and listen to to learn, the women come and listen, but they also they get extra reward by bringing the kids. Their experience is enhanced. They get Sahar. And it says the Ula Maybe we could say that what the kids, the effort expended in bringing the kids, actually gives the adults more in Aveda more than they even achieve by doing Aveda by themselves. Basically, the saying is when you do it with others. So, you think, in a simple language, you think you bringing the kids is distracting you from your Aveda and connecting to Hashem. He comes here, he says, You know why you're bringing the kids? Kideilita and Sachar to give you reward, not just spirit, physical reward, in order to give you additional fuel in your Aveda to be able to serve Hashem with what you understand. They're not a distraction, they're giving you the ability to serve Hashem more fully and deeply. base. Here we have it, a, a teaching papayam practical application even though the mitzvah of hakel now we can't actually fulfill in its actuality there's no base hopefully we'll have it by this sukkah however the teira is eternal and in the Aved, in the spiritual avedah this uh, this this mitzvah also exists now in this time as well we have to see that in the entire days and during the days of sukkah especially we should get together as many yidn as we can not notwithstanding the fact what stage they're in and maybe some of them may be also like children in terms of their spiritual uh, stature. Uh, In other other words, also bringing literal children and how much more so children that they are obligated in mitzvahs, they're not children, but they have the spiritual classification of children, they just don't know stuff. They're like children in terms of their observance, in terms of their knowledge. So also they have to be brought in in this great gathering of men, women, and children. And even though it could be that these are even kind of children, maybe like uh, proverbial children that didn't even reach the age of Chinuch. In other words, they can't even understand really the importance of Torah, Mitzvah and Yiddishkeit. They're not yet mature spiritually enough. They're, maybe they're too distracted by other things to appreciate what Torah, Mitzvah and Yiddishkeit is but from the fact that you bring them together in a congregation of Yidin. And whenever there's 10 Yidin together, the Shechina is there. Especially when the whole purpose of this gathering is in order to arouse fear of heaven, fear of Hashem. So that helps that also by that person who didn't think he cared about, consciously cared about his connection to Tere Mitzvah, it should also be revealed in him the point of Yadus, the existential point of, of, of Yiddishkeit and faith which always exists for every year. It just has to be revealed. And this will also bring something great to the one who's doing this. It's also bringing an additional schar, an additional water, an additional energy to the one who's bringing them in his Aveda. So by doing this kind of thing, bringing people in, even though they're very far, you get extra, extra energy in your own Aveda sasha. And also about the children. With their... They get them tough. Also the children, so that Nekudah of faith, that point of faith, So that's going to also change him internally as well. It's going to become by him, he's going to reach the next level of learning and hearing and coming to be Yodos Hashem, serving Hashem and keeping the mitzvahs. In other words, even though the, the person, the Jew that's coming in may not be ready yet to have the full experience, he's just coming... But if it's once he's part of that experience, it's gonna work on him, and he's gonna the faith, his faith that he has existentially is gonna blossom. He's gonna fear Hashem and keep mitzvahs, and then we'll have We're gonna have the merit of having to call God. The like the prophet says, the big congregation is gonna come here back to Eshelaim in the Gula Ha-Amitas, the true redemption, the complete redemption through Mashiach and we'll do Hakel with Melech Mashiach with the King Mashiach together in the base Hamikdash. the third Beis Hamikdash. Amen.